How was your weekend, Mike? Beautiful. Got to finish watching The Circle. Um, okay. Season three. Amazing show. Uh, I recommend everyone to watch that show. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet. Um, there was some homework for you, too. Did you watch Squid Games? Okay. I really... Okay, so this is what happened. <laughs> My girlfriend and I, right? I love her. So there, when you and your girlfriend have a little situation, as a man, you have two options. You can either be right or you can just keep the peace. So I personally, because I wake up early and I'm, you know, I'm not as busy as her. I well, wanted to watch Squid Games by myself, but she told me to wait. So we finished the circle and then we're supposed to watch it this weekend. So I'm going to, but huh, Friday, Saturday, I will finish it. Have you watched it? Yeah, I've already watched it, man. I mentioned it. I feel like by the time you've watched it, it'll be too old. But just tell me if you feel anything weird about the show whenever time comes. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was full in, full in, full in, full in. I. I think I put on a few pants. I'm going to have to go back on some of those jogs, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did um, eat a lot. Like I, for my birthday, I tried to do like a dinner. I just had a few friends over Thanksgiving stuff. We just made a bunch of it. I tried to do like a American South version of Thanksgiving. And so we had like a lot of like heavy, rich food. It was good, but... You can't be eating that food all the time. It's pretty crazy. What do you mean by heavy, rich food? Like ham and stuff like that? No. So we had ham and turkey. Yeah. We had stuffing. Um, we had macaroni casserole, green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole. Like the stuff that they do in like American Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah, had yeah, a bunch yeah. of that stuff. I also made jalaf. That's like the second time I've ever made it. I think it turned out well. I had to throw in a little bit of African in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty good, but like the the food is very rich, you know. Like so, you can't eat too much of it. But I thought it was good. Then Sunday, I went to my family's house where it was mostly African Ghanaian food. Was there fufu there? Bro, no, there was no fufu there. No, I I, I never actually got to try fufu before. I really, I heard that. You know what? I'm not going to say it because I was going to start a w- little civil war because I heard like certain countries fufu is better than certain. But I'm not going to say no names because I don't want people attacking me. But no, I always want to try like fufu from your country. I heard it's top of the line. Yeah, man, it's fufu, jalaf. Everything is a bit different depending on where you go. Jalaf is the one that causes the biggest problems. Yes. Yes. That started a few wars. A lie? <laughs> I I don't get involved, man. I just say the Ghanaian is better, but I haven't really tried. I've only tried Nigerian jollof. I wasn't a fan of the one version I tried. I'm not going to say all of them suck, but I've tried more Ghanaian jollof that I like than Nigerian. So that's the only thing I'll say about that because I, I know a lot of people that are going to be hating on me for even saying that. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, Ron, you don't like my, you don't like my jollof rice? <laughs> all right, you know what? Well, you, man, I hate you. You know, you, man, you're going to watch. That's hey, coming man. your way. <laughs> it's all good. You know, you could say whatever you want. You have your opinions. Everyone's taste buds are different. But for me, I'm so used to Ghanaian jollof that I'm not a big fan of Nigerian jollof at all. Whoa. 
<laughs> it's just okay it's my opinion but yeah no yeah. it's fine like i like i like jamaican food more than how some other caribbean countries like to prepare their food like boy when i try a curry goat i hate when people call it goat curry it's called curry goat when you look in the <laughs> when you look in the pot what do you see you see the green first and that's the curry. So you see the curry before you see the goat. I hate when people mix it up. Like, I really want to start throwing hands when they, when they start mixing it up and saying it incorrectly. Come correct. I've never heard anyone call it goat curry ever. I've only heard curry goat. So I don't know where this anger is coming from at all. Go talk to some Guyanese and Trini people. Go. They probably, you know, make it differently. Maybe there's more goat than curry. No, no, it's, it's the exact same thing. Go find a <laughs> goat. Uh, at, go text a Guyanese person or a Trini and say, "Is it goat curry or curry goat?" And they're gonna they're gonna start off the sentence by they're gonna kiss their teeth and say, "Ron, you're hanging around two Jamini Jamaicans. Say it properly." <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, okay, so you did a kind of a good impression of a Guyanese or like a coolie person. Yeah, no, that no, was I, pretty good. I I have a few I have a few Guyanese individuals as my relatives. I always make fun of them, and they come back and they make fun of me. They're, you you always hear them with the cha cha, yaman. <laughs> so, yo, I don't know, man. You're doing it, not me. I feel like if I did, it'd be a problem. But I'm not even good at uh, impersonating other people. Whoa, to be whoa. honest. Before the podcast, what were you? You were you were speaking a little. What did you say? Nah, you you made me have to say Wagwan. No, whoa, whoa, Ron! Someone can't make you do something. You ultimately <laughs> have to make the choice. So, what did you choose to say? I said, "What's going on, man?" No, no, Ron, don't lie to the people. What did you say? I'm not lying to anybody. So you didn't say Wagwan. <laughs> the man, you guys, the man, Ron said it twice. He's like, I'm like, yo, what's popping, Ron? The man leaned back. Yo, Wagwan. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Watch the tone with me, sir. Watch the tone. (laughs) Yo, this guy's sucky shit, man. Don't believe him. (laughs) Yo, Wagwan. Yo, honestly, Ron, I I swear I saw dreads when you said that, too. (laughs) I I definitely don't have dreads. I I need a haircut. I swear I've seen dreads. Yo, how was, uh, I remember the last time we spoke about your whole uh, barber. How's it now? It's growing better. It's not like he gave me any bald spots, so I'm all right for now. I'm going to get my haircut soon True. to fix it up, so it'll be all clean. You're going back to him? Not to that guy, man. Come on. If I go back to that same barbershop, he's definitely not touching my hair. That's for sure. <laughs> what if everyone is busy and there's a lineup and he's this free? This time I learned my lesson. I'm waiting till he's busy and the next guy isn't. So you're really, that simple. you're really going to shame him in his own store, in his own shop? Yo, just don't call me over. Because if you call me over, I'm going to have to. The man's going to, the man's going to, after he, after the, uh, the person that he's finished cutting his hair gets out of the seat, this man's going to have the, the little cape that they put over <laughs> you. He's going to slap it in the chair three times. One, two, three. Hey, big man, come, come. Wagwan, come, big man. You're going to hear that. Yo, I'm going to walk out. I'm just like, I, I've done it before. Don't get me wrong. I just put my head down and just say, nah. 
And right. like it's ugly. It, it feels bad too because it's public shaming. But you just gotta let your point be known. If he gets better, if I notice better, then maybe I'll sit in his chair again. But not now. No way. I'll kick you out. I remember. You kick me out. He I'll doesn't own you. the place, man. I'm looking at the owner. I'm like, it's me gone or he gone. <laughs> if he's doing me the way he did, if he's doing everyone else the way he did me, he'll be gone. <laughs> For real. I remember when I used to get haircuts, um, I was scared because there was a female cutting hair and everybody was scared, you know, but then I was younger at that time. So I was scared, too, because, you know, I see all these older guys doing it. So I'm like, OK, I want to be in the crowd, you know, that herd mentality. Uh, but then eventually I she cut my hair. She did such a good job with my hair. I was actually shocked. The thing about some barber shops is that the new barber is foreign to everybody, so they don't like going to them. And then once they see that people are doing a good job with their hair, the hair of others, then they're more comfortable sitting in there. So it takes a lot of time for a barber to gain respect. Um, you have to do a good job. If you're a suspect, your respect is never coming. Yeah. And the favorite part of the haircut was like after she did a good job, and then when she had to like rub the rub it the rub it alcohol and the cream on my hair, she even got the towel to make sure because she did my chin strap. At that time, I didn't have a beard; I only had a chin strap. Whoo! Her touch gave me the goosebumps, Ron. My goodness. Yeah. This was before I, I had know. a girlfriend. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that uh, this was before you had a girlfriend. But on that note, guys. Thank you for listening to episode 27 of the Knowledge and Nonsense podcast. As usual, you can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Pocket Casts. All right, Mike. So, Dave Chappelle. My guy. My role model. Unfortunately, they're coming for him. <laughs> I didn't listen to the pod, or I didn't listen to the special. I didn't watch it. I'm planning on watching it after this. For those of you that don't know, so what's going on is uh, David Chappelle or Dave Chappelle had a special called The Closer. In this special, he talked about transgender, like somebody that he knew, transgender people. He talked about um, J.K. Rowling's views on transgender people. And now it just seems like they're trying to cancel him because... With his stand-up, he does go pretty edgy. And I feel like in this he day does. and age, going edgy is pretty risky. The thing that makes this even more interesting is that the CEO of Netflix basically doubled down and said that he doesn't necessarily feel that this is going to cause that much problem. So he feels that even though people may talk about things, it doesn't necessarily initiate violence in the real world towards transgender people. Well, there's some transgender people that were planning a sit-out or a walk-out on October 20th. It's like a whole thing. I personally think that with stand-up comedy, it's not everyone's cup of tea. For me personally, I'm the type of person that likes ironic, real-life, gritty-type comedy. If you're not that type of person, stand-up is not entirely for you. I feel like people need to like understand. I know it hurts when they're you're the butt of the joke, 
But people need to understand that this is maybe not for you. It's for a certain group of people that do enjoy this. Do you have any thoughts? Ron, what you said was so perfect. I don't even want to comment. Like we could go to a different topic. What you said was perfect. But for the podcast sake, I will add on. But yeah, no, exactly. Certain people just got to let it go. Dave Chappelle, black man, married to an Asian uh, woman has mixed kids and on his podcast he makes fun of a lot he makes fun of black people you know he does it now he did it back in the day when he had the Chappelle show and even though some of the jokes can be really offensive some of the jokes can create a negative picture for the black community but we still accept it because we know it's a joke right so I want those other individuals Again, if you do feel offended, I can't tell someone how to feel. But what I can advise is that he's not coming from a place of hate. He's not coming a place of shame. So don't feel like he's trying to hurt your feelings or he's trying to do something negative to you. Just if you don't like it, don't watch it. Right. You don't have to. And, and to walk out Netflix. Come on. We're in a pandemic. You're telling me a lot of those people that are unemployed are not going to swing over and say hey you know what you're you got 200 people outside can i take one of their seats i know i would for sure but we're in a world that you can't like in this situation you can't just get rid of these people because of the walkout because of how hypersensitive everything is especially the reason why they're walking out there's a, definitely a lot of people out there that do agree with what they're saying the, the thing is, with the way that this world is, there's so much content out there that can offend a lot of people. Like me personally, I'm done watching slave movies. I'm done reading about slavery. I'm done all of that garbage. Honestly, we know about the story. Why is it that every two years, every three years, it seems like there's always a movie about slavery? That's something that I just choose to not watch. That's At the end point. of the day... You know, like at the end of the day, it doesn't stop these guys from making this stuff. I don't care if it's a black person making it, a white person or whoever. It's just annoying. We know the story. We need to stop seeing it. But they still do it. I just boycott that. I'm not watching any of them from now on. Like, it's, I've had this stance for a few years, but like, I, I'm like pretty adamant. Anything that's involved in slavery, I don't watch. But they still do it. And I don't hear people in as much of an uproar as they are about this. I know that this is not the same struggle. This is a completely different group and they're standing for what they believe in. But you just have to listen to it, see the situation, and just accept it for what it is, man. It's a it's stand-up. Like, it's getting to the point that stand-up, I don't even know what they're going to be able to talk about. You can't talk about religion, for sure. You can't talk about race. You can't talk about gender. You can't talk about sexuality. You can't talk about anything, really, you know? You can only talk about your own life experiences. And even then, they're trying to censor it. I just don't get it, man. Uh, perfect. 100% I agree. 100% I agree. The thing is that it's not like they're forcing it in front of you. or they're like There are so much content on Netflix. You don't have to click that one. right? If you want to watch something funny, go on YouTube and click on someone else. Go watch Just for Laugh Gags. Right. There is other comedians out there that you can watch. You don't have to pit uh, Dave Chappelle. The one benefit of all this 
is that it still shows that when you unite, you can make uh, uh, some noise, which is good. It's a good start. But this cause, I'm kind of still unsure about. Maybe in the coming future days, maybe some more sense will come out of it. But for me, it's, hey, man, it's, it's a comedy thing, right? He's not causing no harm. Um, again, if you do feel offended, I apologize. Sorry, but again, it's comedy, right? Just laugh or fast forward it or better yet, don't even watch it. You know, honestly, that's the thing. Just don't watch it. If it's truly like I'm going to give it a listen. If I truly feel like what I'm hearing is offensive. And again, don't get me wrong. I'm not part of this community. So my views on what's offensive can be different from a transgender person. But like, if I don't view it as offensive, then I definitely will just be like, okay, like, I get where they're coming from, but you just got to let this one rock. You just let it go. That, that, that's essentially where I stand. It, it, like, but I need to watch it first. Well, you made a very great point about the um, slave movies. Just the fact that these movies come out. And you know what? I think you are right with the timeline. Like every two years, a new movie comes out. Just the fact that these movies are coming out, we got movies of, you know, people's heads being chopped off, crimes are committed in some of these movies, and these movies are out. So now, why is it that with something like this, everyone wants to take it down and cancel it? I think if you're going to cancel this, which if people are actually feeling offended, okay, fine. You want to cancel it? Fine. Well, let's cancel everything else. All those killing movies, all those horror films, all those zombie apocalypse, all those other movies that I feel I feel offended about should probably be canceled, too. That's my opinion. You know what? Like it. And this is the thing about like um, the our PC culture, you know. Like, I feel like the way that we're pushing it is that. Everything that's seemed to be risque is going to be pushed further and further into darkness. And we will not get the true feelings of people anymore about any situation. You know, like you would think with all of the, the, the PC stuff we see around us that this world would be a better place. But it doesn't necessarily seem like it's that much better. It just seems that some people are getting better at codifying or disguising what it is that they do. and. Like, it's not creating a better place, you know? Like, I feel like we just need to start to understand the difference between malicious intent and just something that's there for strictly entertainment purposes. You know, he speaks to a group of people. People, when he talks, do basically think that what he's saying to some degree is true. Some people agree with some of his opinions and some people don't. Why can't we just have a conversation about it or, you know, just take a step back from the stuff we don't agree with and leave it at that. It always seems like we're trying to force everyone to fit the box that we feel the world should be. And that's not how it is. There's so many different people with so many different experiences in this world. And you know what? There's one more that I would like to add. Maybe just lack of knowledge, lack of information, right? A lot of people don't like to share, but I think you should share because it will share, it would sh- uh, shed some light on the situation like again i'm not from that community so if someone feels like they're offended and if i feel like they're not that hey i might come from a place where 
hey, I don't think you're right with this, then speak up and say something about it, right? Um, us, you know, I'm a, I'm a black man. I spoke, you know, how I feel to people that would ask questions, right? Hey, why do you feel upset about this situation? Why do you think the George, the George Floyd situation is so big, right? And then I would shed some light and I would explain why the black community feels a certain way when it comes to policing or the government or any other thing. So just have that conversation. That's all I, that's all I would love them to have. But come on, man, this whole canceling just because you don't like something. Oh my goodness. I know how, I know that Instagram at one point they took away the whole like button. They need to start taking away the comment button. Like I know you can, but it needs to like stop letting people comment. But you know what? If they probably allow people to stop commenting, then boom, a next another website is just gonna pop up. And hey, you could post uh some news feeds here, pictures here, and we give you the freedom to comment. So I know it won't happen, yeah. but geez, some of these comments are savage. It is what it is, I guess. Like you just maybe need to you know, just take a, a step back from some of these platforms just to ensure that you're not getting like bombarded with things that you don't want to see. So like, I always think taking a step back from social media is always wise, even if it's for like a day, a week, a month, a year, like whatever, forever. I feel like it's required, you know, because there's so much stuff in, like on there that can, you know, affect your energy, you know, and I, like, you just need to Take some time to focus on the things that matter to you and stop worrying about things that don't matter. Being brainwashed. <laughs> okay, Mike. It's, we're definitely seeing a lot of stuff. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is uh, Aquilet. I tried to say that properly, but that's in the up in none of it. That's the capital of none of it. Have you been there <laughs> Why, before? I've never been. I've always wanted to go up to those northern places. I want to go ice fishing before, but I never got the opportunity. You can actually go ice fishing out here, too. Really? Um, One time I went on a hike in the winter, and there was a lake that had a whole hop, like a whole group of people ice fishing. You just got to, like, book time on that spot. You're wrong. And then they set up things. I don't go fishing, but I know it's a thing. Like, I actually went on a hike, and I just saw a bunch of people on the lake ice fishing. Take me. Bro, I don't go fishing. I just told you I don't go fishing. Well, we're going to try it this, this winter. Take me. Bro, I don't know what you're talking about. Thank you. But up, up in Ecolot, <laughs> I hope I'm saying it right, man. I, I tried to, like, get a pronunciation, but up there, none of it. Apparently, they've declared a local state of emergency over a possible contamination of the main water supply. So essentially on October 2nd, a bunch of people were complaining uh, about how there was a gasoline smell in the tap water. None of it public health. They basically reviewed it. They said that it's still good to be drank or it's good for drinking water, it's good for bathing. October 10th, they apparently changed their stance and they said it was no longer good for babies to bath in, or women that are pregnant to um, utilize. So now, people are actually going into the river to get water, okay? There's water coming from different locations so that people can actually access clean drinking water, 
but even the river wire that they're getting has to be boiled. And the thing that's going crazy now is that a lot of people are stocking up, kind of like what happened here during COVID, on drinking water. And the prices we saw for the drinking Ridiculous. water is Ridiculous. It's like $50 for 48 bottles of 500 milliliter water bottles. And it's for 24, it's like $27.99. It's like buying a, a case of beers, man. This is crazy. I, honestly, <laughs> man, like this always goes back to like the whole thing, the whole truth and reconciliation that we're talking about. How can we say that we're sorry if we can't even fix these basic things? And now they're saying it's going to be $100 million? In order to fix this problem, I don't think that they're going to be fixing it anytime soon. And that's like an incredibly sad thing. I, I don't get what's going on in this country. I feel like some places they live like they're not even in Canada. It's, it's super bad. And um, when I was reading the article, um, it mentioned that there's a large uh, Aboriginal indigenous uh, community. So... How ironic with everything going on, right? The whole fact of everything that's going on with that community. And these guys are fighting for clean water, Ron. Clean water. That, like, no disrespect, but Canada is not. Last time I checked, Canada is not a third world country. Why are we taking buckets to the river? Like, I understand if there was a, a major phenomenon. That happens and it destroys. Like, remember how a couple of years ago we had that blackout when we were like much younger yeah, and we had yeah, that yeah. blackout, right? Something like that happens. Okay, fine, fair enough. But come on, these guys should not be struggling with water. Like, 10 million to fix their water infrastructure? 100 million. Oh, sorry, 100, 100 million. My bad. I forgot it. Never forget the zeros. My, my bad. But for that to all, ah, it's terrible. It's very, very terrible. And hey, those store owners or stores, whatever, that's, op that's raising the price on water, you guys are terrible, man. I understand, yeah, you need to make your money, but you're terrible for that. But like, no, like water is literally that expensive up there. It's not cheap at all. Uh, personally, like my sister, I know she goes up north um, from time to time, but northern Ontario. She's told me of prices approaching $40 for water. So she just takes a bunch of water up there when she goes up. You know, it's just, it, it's crazy up there. I don't know how these people can afford that. It's, it's ridiculous. It makes sense why they're going to the river if that's how much it costs. But this is just sad knowing that, like, again, people in this country are living like this. It doesn't make any sense to me. I know that they're in a remote place, but I feel like we need to, you know, try to balance out because i feel like in toronto and the gta and the big cities like we live pretty lavishly doesn't we make do. sense that there's people that live this you know basically this pro poorly like it's not it's not good i man because if this, something like this happened to toronto the water would have been fixed the same day it never would happen in toronto that's the thing if it happened within a few hours it would be done fixed for sure, for sure. And I hate the fact that they keep mentioning, oh, the water is not safe for kids, young kids, and pregnant uh, females. Why? It, it should either be the water is safe or not safe. There shouldn't be any what ifs or, okay, it's okay for these set of people, but not for these set of people. 
why if it's if it's good or bad that should only be the only two criterias Mike, like this stuff man when you read some of this stuff it just doesn't make any sense you, you don't even like you can't even believe you're reading it it's just it's ridiculous gasoline contaminated water is not good for anyone <laughs> or it yeah. shouldn't be unless if i don't know something uh we're we're trudel where you at where you at yo man your boy jt jt come on no no <laughs> but like but honestly there needs to be there needs to be more more urgency no just urgency like the, it's your people honestly right like help them as quick as possible like yeah we may be yeah we're gonna have to use money yeah we're gonna be in a you're gonna be in a hole when it comes to cash but at the same time fix the country that you that you are in charge of that you're supposed to lead um and if you can't do that should you be in power i don't know i agree with that yeah i don't know like it's something that should be top priority but I don't know if it will be. I, I just pray it is because every time I see one of these stories, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't believe that it's happening in this country. Like, I remember when the vaccine was starting to roll out and Canada was part of some type of program to ensure that other countries would get the vaccine. Stop worrying about other countries and just worry about yours first, right? If I'm in my house, run, I'm not going to come to your house, try to fix it up. And then have my house looking like uh, Shrek's house in the swamp, right? I'm going <laughs> to fix up my house first, and then I'll go help the world. I hate when people try to do that. Like, I know we, were, we spoke on about this, I think, like a couple of weeks ago with the whole America leaving uh, the Middle East, right? But at the same time, you got crazy stuff happening in your country. Before you even leave your country and try to go save other people save yourself first that's what they say to do when you're on the airplane yes you got your young child beside you before you save them save yourself hey man like it, that that's pretty good advice but i don't think they'll ever take it probably <laughs> it's <not>. crazy <laughs> i don't get it man um so in toronto pr- primarily in the york region school board there's three teachers that have made comments about the fact that they were going to be terminated or suspended for utilizing N95 masks in schools. Um, so the reason why they would be terminated or suspended is the fact that the school board gives them surgical masks. These people are citing that they have immunocompromised people, they have young children at home, so they want to wear the N95 mask in order to ensure that they are protected appropriately, especially knowing that there's a lot of uh, young kids that are not vaccinated around them, or I guess they're not even allowed to be vaccinated currently. But um, this is pretty interesting to see. And one thing that kind of threw me off with this is that a lot of the teachers were citing how this is unfair treatment to them. They then started talking about the fact that they don't necessarily understand why there's teachers that are allowed to be unvaccinated in the school, but then they're being treated differently. It's just, um, this whole thing is just getting pretty annoying. 
if this if somebody wants to wear an N95 mask, maybe you should just check them, make sure that they're appropriate or safe or like they fit fit the specifications that you have for whatever the mask need to have and just leave it at that, man. I don't know why these guys are trying to like monitor or control everything so dramatically. It's annoying. No, 100%. And you know, I and I swear Ron, those masks the N95 masks are actually better. I I swear they're actually better. So I don't know why they can't just allow. And you know what? They have a good point. You're not vaccinated and you come to the school, but I'm vaccinated and people are killing me for my mask. Yikes. That's pretty, pretty, pretty bad, to be honest. Everything is just kind of all over the place during this time. I, I usually don't like the, you know, the dry snitch. It's like you have your own problem and then your comparison is to dry snitch on somebody else. That's something that I don't necessarily like. I do see that what they are saying has like pretty valid reasoning. If you don't feel comfortable with COVID and you want to wear a mask and you want to wear your own mask, they're not asking the school to pay for them. They're literally utilizing their own mask. Why is it such a problem? If anything, the school should just check them. Make sure that they fit whatever specifications they have and then go forward that way. This stuff is just like everything is just wonky. It, it, it's just weird, man. I don't know when the heck things are going to go back to normal. My, the, the craziest thing about this article is the fact that, Ron, I never knew teachers could go to, to school and not be vaccinated. You I haven't been that. reading enough, man. Yeah, I, they just have to get tested twice a week. See, why can't the world do that rather than forcing everyone, hey, if you're not vaccinated, you're fired? Like, I'm kind of puzzled about that whole point. So, and the school board, it, well, we'll see because flu season is r- literally right around the corner. So, um, I really want to see what's going to happen in the schools. If the schools don't break, you know, don't have those crazy breakouts where kids have to go back home and do remote learning then honestly maybe we should take a page out of their book and because remember they're around a whole bunch of students who are not vaccinated and those unvaccinated kids most likely are going to have parents that are not vaccinated so it's those not te- entirely true though no no part. no because okay, majority of the population is vaccinated but some of those kids are going to remember a majority of those kids in the schools, especially the grade schools, elementary school, are not vaccinated, right? So the virus could spread around because remember, they're not vaccinated. So the virus could really prey on you if you're not vaccinated. So we'll see because if the school board, if nothing, no break outbreaks or anything like that, then the world should just follow them and just do some crazy testing because testing is very, very accurate. I like it's not happening, man. It just seems like you have to be vaccinated um, to do anything. Like I heard at the soccer game that happened recently, Canada versus Panama, the lines to get into the stadium due to the health check. Apparently, people didn't get into the game till about halftime. Wait, wait, Everyone, what? Halftime? Yeah, yeah man. Damn. It's like. And you can only be in there if you're vaccinated. You have to have the vaccine check, you know, completed. So it, it seemed very weird to me 
that even though they know, like, they, they got to check, I guess. Because I'm assuming there would have been some people that would have entered or tried to enter that weren't vaccinated. But they got to check. But then the lines being that long. And then when everyone's in there, it's just like still people are being forced to fo adhere to the COVID rules. It just like I'm so confused about what's going on. Hopefully, like things as time passes get clearer. That's all I'm hoping for. I just want things to get clearer regarding this issue. But I guess that's why they're coming up with that QR code. So it's just easier to scan. You know, you just show up with your phone, you flip it. Okay, perfect. And then we'll probably have your face. They look at your face, make sure it matches. All right, you can go ahead. They'll probably. I, feel like I, ho I hope it goes like pretty smoothly, man, because I don't, I don't like hearing that stuff. Like you pay tickets to go watch a, a game and people that are sitting at home have a better chance of watching it than you. What's the point of paying? You know, like, it's just kind of weird. They got to make sure that this stuff works a bit more seamlessly. You know, I actually hope it doesn't work out because then if it doesn't work out, people who are vaccinated are going to say, OK, you know, what? this is stupid. Let's hurry up and go back to normal. So I don't be think more they're ever going to say that. I don't think they are. No, I, like not. I'm convinced that everything. Is <laughs> I just need people to complain about the process. If they can complain about the process, then they're going to have to ultimately change the process. I feel like most people have accepted the fact that this is going to be a way of life for now. We'll see how much longer they are willing to accept these type of restrictions. But you know what? Who knows? People could make, like, I'm probably just talking on behalf of people that I know probably had an issue with it. But there's could have been just as many people that didn't have an issue with it. So it, it could be a nothing burger. If I paid for a game and I got in at halftime, Ron, I'm upset. I feel like it's a little bit different at BMO Field versus uh, the ACC or Scotia Bank or the Rogers Center because you can actually hear what's going on outside or of the BMO Field, whereas you can't hear anything until you're inside those other arenas. So that would be a bit problematic. No, no. Even if you can't hear, regardless, I paid full price to watch a full game. If I'm watching half of a game, then let me pay half price. Good luck with that, sir. Oh, I know. I won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. It won't happen, but it's logical. It surely right? won't happen. No, no, that's not logical because it'll never happen. Wait, wait. How's that not logical? If you paid, if you used half, you should only have to pay for half. The argument would be just come earlier. That's how early? Be but, the are, argument. but the gates aren't open early. that early. No, but stand in line earlier so then you can be one of the first people in. I'm going to have to worry about that. The way how they're, they're checking stuff, I'm going to have to sleep. I'm going to have to, the same time with the, just like with the Raptors, how people have to <laughs> just sleep camp outside. Out, just camp out like you're looking for some Jordans, you know? Jordans I are the those, new Xbox. I see all those people waiting in line outside waiting for Jordans, man. The special editions. You could be one of those guys. No, Ron, that's not me. <laughs> no, no. Why am I sleeping outside when I have a nice warm bed? Because you want to get in early. No, Come on, you. man. It's not that, it's not that important. <laughs> well, then, um, moving on. Um, the Oakland Raiders coach or former coach, John Gruden, he resigned. The reason why he resigned is that some emails from 2018 or 2010 to 2018 were leaked. Not really leaked. They were found. 
Okay, so the NFL was doing an investigation on the workplace practices of the Washington football team. Throughout that process, they acquired 650,000 emails between, like, just throughout the team. Then they zeroed in on the emails sent by John Gruden. At the time, he was with ESPN with the general manager president. His name is Bruce Allen. So a lot of these um, messages or emails, they had a bunch of other, you know, well-to-do, high-ranking men in these email chains. But some of the stuff that they talked about, they had like a lot of misogynist, racist, homophobic, like slurs in there. They were primarily targeted at Demora Smith, who's the NFLPA president. He's black. The league commissioner of the NFL, Roger Goodell. Those were mostly, you know, misogynist or homophobic slurs. And then one thing that was pretty disturbing is they had a bunch of pictures of like the cheerleaders. These pictures apparently were taken without those cheerleaders knowing, but a lot of them were of their, you know, I guess their lower body region and bikinis. And these guys would make comments about these uh, images that they saw. Oh, and the last thing I forgot is they would make comments about the female officials in the NFL. This is just a crazy situation. Sometimes I wonder, like, how come with all the information and all the resources that these professional sports teams, primarily in the NFL, have, how come they can never find this information out before they hire a coach? Because he ended up getting a 10-year contract to be a coach after this for $100 million. Now in the fourth year of the contract, the coach has to resign. And he's definitely going to get paid. So it's just like ridiculous. I'm going to look at it on the other flip side. What someone says to someone privately, should, that, should they really be penalized for that? Because if that is the case, everybody that has walked on this planet would be canceled. Okay, but how about the fact that a lot of these emails were sent to a work email? But it's still a private work email, though. It's a work email. So if you get fired, they can still get access to your emails. So if you're sending things that are inappropriate, they can see it after the fact. Fair enough, but at the same time, it's still private. I don't think it's private. To be honest, like, I, I don't, like, I know, you know I played football. I know how aggressive, hyper-aggressive the environment is, how alpha the environment is. A lot of things are said, a lot of things are done. This is not entirely, like, out of the realm of possibility in my eyes. But once this stuff comes out, you have to do something about this. These things are pretty egregious. The things that he was saying, especially we were talking about earlier, this world is way more PC than it was before. I don't think at any time any of the comments that I was reading that he sent in these emails was appropriate. So regardless if it's a private conversation or a public conversation, once we see it, there's no way you can still be employed. Now, regarding, no, everything he said, he has to, come on, they, they have to put the hammer on him. Now, regarding the cheerleaders, Right, because there's always that debate about look what they're wearing, look what look at what they're doing. Some people may disagree with that saying, Hey, you know, the cheerleaders are dressing a certain way. 
people in the fans in the uh, sorry people in the stands are saying certain things. Remember how we were talking about the statue just the other day. So should should that also fall into the same umbrella where maybe cheerleaders should maybe cover up a bit more? Because I personally think hey they they were it's it's pretty revealing at times. Um, maybe things could be covered up a bit more. I think you missed the mark on this one, though. These photos apparently were, like, unsolicited, so I don't know how they got the photos. They got photos that they shouldn't have had access to, and they were sending them to each other, making comments about it. Again, if an employee of a company is sending emailed pictures of cheerleaders, that photos that are unsolicited, I don't think it's appropriate. But to your point, your greater point about all the cheerleaders, again, just because somebody dresses a certain way doesn't mean they should be treated a certain way. Oh, no, I don't no, think agreed. that's fair. No, so no. So I, 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 don't, I don't, like, I don't vibe with that. Just because a person, like, because you know, like, again, we've talked about it before. If you wear a hoodie and you're walking down a, a rough, quote-unquote, area and somebody pulls you over and starts questioning you, just because you're wearing a hoodie, that doesn't make any sense. Same thing, you shouldn't be killed for that stuff. We've seen that a lot in the U.S. So I'm not a fa- in favor of even that commentary. It's just like, just because you're wearing something, it's not necessarily right to be treated a certain way. No, no, I'm not saying they're going to be treated a certain way, but we have heard this conversation time, and I agree with you 100%. I'm just speaking on that other side, right? We have heard this conversation time after time after time, that if you look a certain way it's that word perception and i ron i'm telling you i'll be honest i don't like that word because you could be a great person but because the perception of you is a certain way then it ruins your whole character so you know i feel like it's that and it's sad you know the 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 cheerleaders i i don't know any cheerleaders but you know i lied i know a cheerleader but there are she, she, you know, they're amazing individuals, you know, and they they put in a lot of work to memorize all those routines. They give up. They give a great commitment to the team. They do an amazing job of hyping up the crowd and getting them involved in the game. But some people look at them a certain way. And I'm not just saying the coach. I'm talking about the fans, the audience, people at home when they're watching. They look and they might think and they might even say certain things so i feel bad that that does happen to them but i guess because of the industry that you're in you're going to be perceived but it's part of their it's part of their uniform if they like they can't choose their uniform they work for these teams right so if the team tells them they have to dress a certain way they're going to dress a certain way do you think do you think that the teams should maybe change up uh, what they wear. I feel like we should get more mature as a, like a society. I think that that's one thing that can happen. Obviously, if you, like, you can, on the flip side, also argue that they can dress differently, less revealing or whatever. I guess some people feel it's inappropriate. I don't think they dress inappropriately. I just feel like you just got to be more mature. That's all it is. I agree. As a society, but- we're not really mature. Nope. We just like to complain about things that we don't need to really complain about. And you know what's so crazy what you just said? I had a meeting uh, with, my, with my manager today. 
And um, she said, if you, when people have a problem with something, I always ask them why or, or come, what's, the situ- what's the solution? And that's, a, that's what I think we need to start asking. Okay, if you have an issue with something, what's the solution, right? And please don't give a dumb answer. Give an actual good, thoughtful, realistic answer um, to whatever you have an issue with. That's what needs to start happening. Not the cancel them, get them fired, because that doesn't really help. Because now, look, this guy, he signed a 10-year contract you you mentioned. Mm 10-year contract. He only completed four years, so he got six years left, where now he's just staying at home make him bear loot and he will be he will be back in the game sooner or later so yeah so he's probably he's probably chilling and no 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 i don't think he'll be back i don't think he'll be back in the game i think he's done no no not in the nfl but who knows he could be he could open up his own prep school his own training uh program or you tell the man everything he's gonna do is gonna be under the table man it's not going to be, not like under the table, but it's not going to be like a high profile. It's going to be low profile. Probably, but he's, hey, Ron, he could still make money. If you're he's telling definitely me. definitely making money. I know. I'm not even talking about his NFL contract. I'm talking about if, if you tell 100, 100 football players that he has a camp open, 100 players are coming. And we're talking the high ranking athletes or high-ranking football players will just go to his camp you'll see so he's he's going to be chilling now he can chill at home spend time with his family see that's the thing like yeah we cancel these people but then they get that nice uh severance uh package where they could just okay perfect and now just golf all day so now i have a question for you do you feel that this situation all the stuff that he said that being found on emails, all the comments, everything. Do you think that that should result in a termination, like a termination with cause? Because in my eyes, they, I know that he resigned as opposed to them terminating him because he didn't do anything while he was with the Raiders as, that we know of. But do you think that this would be grounds for termination with cause so then he gets no money after this? For sure, for sure, he should be terminated. But I feel a suspension would do more just because once you're terminated, you're over and you're done, move on. But when you're suspended, you're stuck in limbo, right? You can watch your team, but you can't participate. So you're in that. You're but in if that. If you're suspended, you still get paid. Well, when you're sus- well, again, when you're suspended, you're still you're still losing money, right? You're not getting paid at all. Um, and I think the team, huh? but if you do something that is caught worthy of you getting fired, if you and I work a job and we're not, I guess, I guess unions change it. But if you do something that is really like egregious, you can get terminated with a cause. And that means you get no money in this situation. I'm just asking, like, I think that if you do something that forces you to no longer be employed with us. That means that you should be terminated, in my opinion, regardless if it happened before or after. But he's still going to get paid. So that's why you heard him by suspending him rather than just, okay, go your way. Right? I think you're too soft, man. 
No, no, but Rob, think about it. Just imagine you're suspended. Cause look, if I'm if I'm a coach and I did something wrong and they fired me, I'm gonna take my lump sum of catch cash and just enjoy myself because I have no I, res- mean. I have no responsibilities, right? But if now you're terminated if- with cause though, that means that they don't have to pay you. If you're terminated without cause, they have to pay you. So him resigning means that he likely will get paid because he would have been forced to resign because this is such a murky situation. So I'm just arguing that, like, if you see something like this, wouldn't this be grounds for termination? Because if he did it while working with the team, he should be fired, period, end of story. But he did it before working with the team, and he's still under the NFL umbrella while he is doing this. So technically, shouldn't he be terminated with cause? No, technically no, because this is private. Yes, it is a work email, so the company has access to your emails, but it's private. It's not like you click reply all and sent it to everyone. So you're telling me if he accidentally sent it to the whole NFL, that's when he should get fired? At that level, yeah, because, Ron, it was, it's technically private. I don't, I honestly, I, I cannot agree with you at all on this because he did it on a work email. So it's not his property anymore. Like he's sending emails to somebody's work email. Your employer usually has access to your emails. It's a matter of whether or not they actually view the emails that comes into play. The NFL did an investigation, viewed the emails, saw these emails, and they basically brought it to his attention. He says he's not racist, but he made racist comments. He says he's not homophobic, but he made homophobic comments. He says he's not misogynist, but he made misogynist comments. And, like, the team that he works for is pretty inclusive. They have a reputation for being like that. So all of this stuff is egregious. I think it should have resulted in termination with cause, but it didn't. It likely didn't. We don't know entirely because they never tell us anything when it comes to these contracts. Ever. Yeah, no, it isn't. But, but this, this is the point that I was trying to make. When you're suspended, it's like when you're injured, you want to go and play. But when you're retired, you're done. You know, you're okay with everything. So that's what I'm saying. Put him in that place where he still has to worry and think, but you cut off all his resources. It doesn't so make can... any sense because money is the main thing, right? But you don't so pay him because you suspend him. But if you suspend him, then that means that what he did is just cause for him to be terminated. You're like skirting this question. You're not answering it. You're being like, you're being like your boy JT. How so? You're not answering a direct question. But no, no. But you got to remember when you're, sus- when you're being suspended, it's like, it's like, for instance, companies, when you're late three times, that will allow you, you know, that forces you to be suspended. But to fire someone for but only being late three times, come on, you know. So, but if you're late ten times, they may fire you. But then that's the thing, and then you got to remember by that tenth time, you already had a suspension. Remember, it's a there's 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 steps, you know. There's a process. Usually, you don't fire someone right then and there. You give them a very strong warning, one, and then two, you make a huge example out of that person. What right? about now, when somebody murders somebody? If that's somebody wrong, murders somebody, wrong, do that's they different. get a warning? Sometimes they do. But like this is an egregious thing is what I'm trying to say. This is pretty egregious. He did it over eight years. 
they have several emails of him doing this over eight years. I feel this is pretty like concrete that he knew what he was doing because immediately when he was confronted about it, he said that he's not this, he's not that. Likely thinking it would never come out, but it came out. So then now he can't really run away from it. I look at it, I look at it like this. Um, at my job, when I became a soup, one of the things that we had to uh, learn was how to discipline someone. So they always told us that when it comes to disciplining, one, you need to make sure that everything is documented. Two, you do it in a timely manner. You cannot discipline someone and give them a very, very harsh um, discipline. Uh, you treat, you know, you can't do that if it happened so long ago because it, the timeline doesn't make sense. So if he you did just this, found out. But that's what I'm trying to say. You just, it's like, Ron, sometimes, um, let's say, for instance, someone was, uh, I work in a call center, right? So let's say someone was actually hanging up on someone. We're in a call center. You know you're not supposed to be hanging up on individuals. I caught that a month later. I can't penalize someone that did something a month later. What if they corrected that behavior and changed, right? You can't just throw them under the bus for their past, right? You have to have that mentality of, Okay, they changed. So we're still going to discipline you, but we can't terminate you because things happened so long ago. That's the point that I'm trying to make. The timelines don't make sense. Because let's be real, that I'm going to assume that is the fact because he resigned, right? If we remember the whole uh, Donald Sterling situation, they didn't let him walk away or step away or resign, right? They kicked him out. Because they know he was wrong and it no, happened. They allowed him to sell the team. So he made like he got a, he got a, ban, billion, a lifetime ban. But he got four billion. He ain't making no more money. At the end of the day, man, when what you're in those you high mean? positions. The man, all these guys own other stuff. They are all rich before sports. Sports is like an extra thing for them. The guy got four billion, I believe, for his team. If not, it was like one. No, I think it was one billion or something like that. Maybe two. I, I didn't like you. Kind of threw this on me, so I don't know. It's in the billions. Yeah, but that was the highest. Is. Like, come on, man. Like, that's not a even a termination. They didn't take the team away from, but he owned the team, so you, you can't really do much about it. Like, right now, I'm just I don't know, man. But Ron, you're, you're confusing Ron, me. Think about this. He owned the team, and they still banned him. They banned no, some. They forced him to sell it. It's different. They didn't ban him. Ron, they, they, so he, Ron, Adam Silver, because remember, the, the Clippers and I believe, yeah, the Clippers and Golden State were about to, uh, they're about to boycott the game. And Adam Silver, Silver, he came out and he said, lifetime banned. He got banned and he owned the team. But the reason and why he that... still made money, you know who Adam Silver's boss is? One of his bosses was Donald Sterling. Yeah, yeah. The owners are his, yeah, his bosses. So but he he's... can't do anything that the owners don't want. He sold his team. Ultimately, he had to because of the band. All I'm just trying to say is you can't discipline someone when something happened long ago. Sorry, let me correct myself. You can discipline someone due to something that they did in the past. But their punishment cannot be at the highest level due to it, due to the time gap in between the discipline and when everything came to light. 
you and I are gonna de- agree to disagree. I'll just let this one go. Cool. Yeah. All right. So Kyrie Irving, he's no longer allowed to be with the team. The general manager Sean Marks of the Brooklyn Nets basically said that if Kyrie, who is not able to play in home games due to the fact that he's unvaccinated, cannot be a full-time player of the team, they don't want him part of the team during this time. What comes with this is that they're not offering him contract extension for an additional $186 million. Um, he's going to lose out on $16 million this year of his $35 million contract. So Kyrie, last night, I did see this. I don't know if you did, but I went on his uh, story because um, he was just giving people an explanation as to why he did what he did. He basically insinuated that the NBA said they would give him an exemption so that would allow him to play in-home games. Apparently, they, they reneged on that deal. So then now he's not able to play at all. He can't be traded either now because of the fact that nobody in the NBA wants him. But realistically, if he played in a city other than L.A., Gold, San Francisco, or New York, he would be able to play in all games. Toronto, it's just, too. Yeah, no, but Toronto, you can play. You just can't live. Like, you can't do anything. That's basically it. But if he's a, a team player, he would be still stuck to the same rules as us. It's only for away players. So he basically can play in almost every other team. He would still be restricted, but he could do basically most things that he needs to do. Nonetheless, like, I just think that this is getting out of control. I don't like the way that the sports media is going about this. Nope. They're using a whole bunch of old school things like, oh, this guy's like, he's not being there for his team. Like, he's not doing what's needed to help his team win. People, like, I, I think that he realizes by doing all the stuff that he's doing, he's screwing himself out of money. He's making his reputation look bad with his teammates, I think, personally. I don't know if that's how they feel. There's so many repercussions of all the stuff he's doing, yet he's still standing firm on his stance. I feel like we should just allow the man to move on and start talking about basketball. I told you this last week. This is why I don't like listening to sports media anymore. It pisses me off that all they talk about is the soap opera crap. This is why I gravitate to bat baseball so much. When you listen to baseball talk, all they talk about is baseball. All you do is learn stuff from all the people that are talking about baseball. In basketball, in football, it's just like a soap opera. I'm sick and tired of it. They just need to move the hell on. I, uh, you know what? I never felt like that before, but after this week, where we are just days away from the start of the NBA season, and the main topic, well, the only topic, is Kyrie Ben Simmons and the Lakers struggling? Just let's just talk about basketball. Let's do some predictions. Let's talk about matchups. Let's talk about who's going to win the championship. You know, playoff seeding. It just honestly, and Ron, I told you this before. I understand how you feel now with how the media, especially someone like Stephen A. You know, and I like Stephen A. He very people. When he's on TV, he gives you great, useful information when it comes to sports, basketball and football, but I like him more on the basketball side. But for him to call Kyrie selfish, not a team guy, this guy's sacrificing a lot just for the stance that he's taking, just like what you mentioned. So I think we need to 
change our stance. And if you don't want to change your stance, then realize what he's given up. He's losing a lot of money because we see Ben Simmons. He lost that eight. What was it? Eight million. And then a couple mm -hmm. of days later, he's in the facility, you know, taking his COVID test. He's in Philly. So we know how it is when you lose money. So he's sacrificing a lot. So let's not jump to conclusions and call him selfish or not a team player. Let's take a, let's let's eliminate and remove that um, stigma that's over him. And let's just say he's a you know, he's a basketball player, but more more than less, he's a great guy. Like, I'm just sick of the, it's just yellow journalism. That's that's the thing that's kind of pissing me off. I used to love, like, I, I honestly, as a kid, I love sports. My whole focus in life was to be a part of sports some way, somehow. I, I definitely don't want to, I would never want to be part of sports media. Like, especially after all this foolishness I'm seeing. And if I am, I'm going to be talking about stuff that actually matters to me. It's well, just annoying. Well, look, you could, you could be in sports media, right? But you would have to be, be more... Uh, of a Jalen Rose, be more of a you know who's great, Matt Barnes. He even him. You remember with the whole Kwame Brown foolishness, the like everyone gets roped into it. People only listen to you when you do that foolishness. You don't have to act like that in baseball. It doesn't seem so. Like I don't know. I'm I'm sick of it, man. I'm I'm honestly sick of it. No, no, but uh, but there are individuals that woge. Those guys stick up for the players. You don't push out negativity. So you could take a you could take a positive stance. You don't always gotta bash, be like a skip. Like the way how Skip talks about LeBron is just embarrassing. But at the same time, leave leave him alone. Just I me saying that is just me wasting my breath because I know tomorrow when I turn on the TV, Kyrie Irving won't be available or opening uh for the nets opener uh oh no what's going to happen right so i feel bad and the thing that's missing on this sorry for cutting you off but the no, thing no. that's missing in all of this is the fact that the team is the is telling him he can't play the city is telling him he can't play the nba is telling him he can't play it's not that he doesn't want to play they don't want him to play unless he's vaccinated you know what I mean? Like, and it's funny because they still have to pay him even though he's not playing. He just is getting fined for the games that he's not allowed to play. It's just, it's just a very weird situation. The crazy thing about it was last year when he disappeared, last season when he just, when he just disappeared, people were telling him, retire, retire, retire. Now when he doesn't feel comfortable about something and he said, I'm just going to step away from it. And there's, again, there's more clarity with this situation rather than the situation that happened last season and people are upset that he's not playing so like one minute they want him to not play now the next minute when he actually provides information they criticize him and they tell him he should be playing so it's a joke man it's a joke it, it really is it's it's bad ron it's it's uh you could tell what type of message you're trying to push you can definitely tell but um, that's all I have today. Do you have anything else you'd like to talk about? We've actually been going on pretty long today. I know, I know. Hey, you've been, you've been, you've been leading the charge there. Now, nah, quick man. question: you, You're, you're, you're pissing me off. But I'm joking. Yo, go on. <laughs> uh, the ending of Squid Games. 
did you like it? Yes or no? Hell no, man. It was stupid. Okay, that's what I'm hearing about. I, that's what I'm hearing from everyone. But I heard there's a season two coming out, correct? I don't know why there would be a season two coming out. They should have just made a limited series and just kept it moving. I hate whenever they extend shows that don't need to be extended. Unless if the second year is significantly better, they had a good concept, leave it at that. Season twos are never good, so we'll see. No, some are. Some are. But not... You know what? I, I take that back. If every season two is like true detective season two, I, I'm not here for it. I don't want to watch it. Majority of the time, season twos are not hot. So then shows come with the season three, and then, okay, we're done. And because they kill off every, because they kill off everyone in season three, that's why season three is always the best. So oh, okay, all right, okay, I'll keep that in mind. Anything else? No, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to episode twenty-seven of the Knowledge and Nonsense podcast. Uh, listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, or Radio Public. Um, thank you for listening again. One love. One love. Oh.